mean, you've been putting in work for so long. Putting in a lot of work. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Putting In Work, episode 135 of the interview podcast on the 8-Bit Collective. I'm your host, John O'Peck, and I say I'm back because I really am. This is the return of the podcast after almost two months. It's the longest break we've ever had on this show. For good reason, though. It's uh, It's been a busy time. I've had a child now. Micah came into the world on the 31st of December, so it's been really fun just getting to hang out with him and Hannah at home, get to know the little fella. And I've still been doing Comedy Rewind. That podcast hasn't missed a beat but this one taking a bit more work has been put on the back burner, but I'm still going to pump out some interviews over the course of the year as they come up, as they present themselves. And I have to give a shout out to everybody who gave such amazing feedback to the previous episode, which was titled Our Infertility Journey. That was with my wife, Hannah, and we spoke about our journey trying to start a family, which has taken a few years And it really resonated with a lot of people who often wouldn't be listeners of this podcast. And that's really great, as well as some of the regulars and people who have supported me for a really long time. So really appreciate that response. It was probably the most feedback I've ever had for an episode being so personal, I suppose. I really encourage you to go and check that out if you missed it and hopefully gain a better understanding of what that experience can be like or how it was at least for us. The last bit of housekeeping before we get on to today's guest, great guest, but it is the release of my second book, The Maven Effect. Just to give it a quick plug. That is out now. It's my second novel. It's a sequel to The Spy and the Maven, which came out in 2017. So it's been really cool to see people checking that out. And if you'd like to do so, you can do it over at gumroad.com slash himself. That's where you'll get the paperback, the hardcover, the ebook versions. So hit me up if you want to get a copy. But enough of that, we're here to talk about Corey Spearman, aka MC Fixer. This dude has been putting in work for years, and for him that comes in the form of streaming, of podcasting, he's the host of my Xbox and me, and he also has a YouTube channel, and he's a full-time content creator across these three platforms. So it was really cool to finally get to sit down and chat with him. It was our first conversation doing this interview And even though we run in kind of the same circles online, both part of the kind of funny communities, we've, I think, had some interactions in the past talking about our respective podcasts. But this was a really good opportunity to kind of pick his brain about how the process has been for him, why he's done some of the things that he has, and taking that plunge into full-time content creation. He's got a Patreon, and he's really given it everything he has. And, you know, as we talk about in the interview, I'm not an Xbox guy. I'm a PlayStation guy. It's just the way that I have played games over the years, so it means that I haven't really been a listener of his podcast, but I've seen the stuff that he's putting out there, and I've always appreciated the hustle and the amount of work and effort that he's put into building an audience and just creating some unique content for the people out there. So without further ado, here is Corey Spearman. Enjoy the show. Corey, thank you so much for jumping on the show. How's things? Uh, not bad, man. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Long time coming. That's all right. Yeah, how's the royal family doing up there? Uh, do you know what? They're doing brilliant. I uh, just saw them the other yeah. day. Uh, I was like, yo, this uh, huh. this stuff with Harry, we've got to fix it, guys. No, I honestly, I, yeah. I, I, I don't care. 
<laughs> I don't I don't know what's going on. I just see the occasional like Twitter seems to think I care about it. Like oh. when you hit that discover mm-hmm. tab, they're like, mm-hmm. you know, the Queen's statement on Harry and I'm like, what did he what what's he done now? He's just a, a dude trying to live his life married to an actor, like he's left, he's out. Yeah. He's like, yo, I'm not doing this no more. Something something's crooked's been going on and I'm like, me, I'm like, yeah. I just don't care. I've always been the same where I'm like, You're just human beings born into yeah, something i'm like Joe, you know what no nah, i'm good i'm good you get on with it yeah they're like the pope it's just like yeah he is just a human being he's he's not like a god there's there's as i say he's got no super <laughs> no superhero powers no nothing just a human yeah we all put our undies on in the morning i mean who, hey, you don't know what i put on this morning <laughs> oh, i guess so maybe maybe you maybe you slept in your undies like i do so you don't need to put them on in the morning good point, good point. anyway enough talk about undies we're here to talk about mc fixer that is your uh, alias i mean yeah it's kind of morphed into it isn't it it's, it's a it's an interesting yeah. one <laughs> where, where did that come from i've been MC, i've been fixer so i was fixer beforehand um since i was about 12 were you fixing stuff or no so my dad owns a get like a video game shop um oh, and cool. i was in secondary school and i was becoming a rapper and like it was just a normal thing kind of where the area i grew up in and stuff mm-hmm. uh, being a rapper in school was kind of the thing to do um and everyone i was like i need a name need a name need a name and i was like some kid come up to me and said yo ain't you that fixer kid don't your dad fix game consoles and I was like, what are you talking about? Because like, my dad repairs, like back in the day, he used to repair like PS1s and stuff like that. So everyone used to come yeah. to me for games. It was like, oh, can you get me games? Can your dad fix this? Can your dad do that? And then like everyone was like, fixer, fixer, fixer. Did you do the mod chips? Yeah, I think, well, he had a guy that did them. He couldn't do it himself. Yeah. yeah. So um, nice. I was nice, just, nice. so at the point I was just like, fixer, fixer. All right. So then I've been fixer since like secondary school. And uh, that's where it just came Very from. Cool. And then obviously I was part of a rap group and was fixer and then we split up and i couldn't just be fixer on youtube because of seo and this is what i try and say okay. to people people were like why is there an mc it's like well number one when i started all of this i was a rapper and i still i still write to this day but it's not obviously it's not in the forefront anymore and then number two i'm like i needed to sign it to seo it's like well people know me as a rapper especially in my little area and uh, i was mm. like mc fixer boom done yeah too easy very good okay so we know I guess that you started off rapping. Yeah, that sounds cool. Tell, tell me a little bit about that. Uh, how far did you guys go with that? <laughs> yeah, we. Um, <laughs> it's funny. Me and my fiance were talking about it the other day, where like we thought I thought we were doing it for so long, but in the grand <laughs> scheme of things, it was only about two years that yeah. we were doing it. So it was yeah. I was part Sorry. of a, I was part of a group called AZ Flyer, um, just as I was doing sixth form, which is like extra education um, after mm-hmm. secondary school. And I was in my last year and my friend was like, come to this, come to this six four. We can not really worry about school and we can worry about music. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm in sort of thing. So I did that, took like the, I took uh, travel and tourism, which was, which I was told at the time was the easiest subject to take. So I was like, all right, cool. What's the schedule like? It's fine. Um, did that, but it was literally around a call from my house. I had a recording studio booth there sort of thing. So everyone would just come to my house constantly to record music. So I was doing that. And yeah, we got we got we got relatively known in our little area. Like the the the, the surrounding schools, obviously, um, 
a lot of people knew us like there were certain schools our schools that we went to people knew us um in that little area we we were known ish sort of thing nothing crazy mm-hmm. but to us yeah. it, it was a big deal i got noticed in mcdonald's a couple of times like oh and you i'm like yes that's me so i thought i was a big deal i thought yo i've i've made it out here <laughs> um and is, yeah. is this like myspace days or a bit later no it was later than myspace it was even later yeah, than that yeah. it was it was sort of I didn't, we didn't use SoundCloud the way it was, but like it was like early stages of SoundCloud. So okay. it was, oh, when was this? This was like, yeah, like eight years ago. Nah, I'm an old man now, nah, yeah, I feel right. like. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were doing, we were doing lots of shows, like local shows, we did like Dance and Festival, which had like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. Mm, I did. That's cool, that's and cool. then towards the end of it, with the group split up, and then I went and did Bournemouth Festival, which was like 50,000 people. They had like Urban Tent. I performed there, and I was like, ah, there we go. Here's the start of my solo career. Oh god, that wasn't that wasn't how it worked out in the end. <laughs> I mean, it kind of was because I'm guessing that was the start of you performing to an extent, was it? And that's what you're doing now, playing video games. So yeah, I've always, <laughs> to be honest with you, I've always been, I guess, a performer. Like I said, used to the early music stuff was it. I've always see what I do on Twitch now is I've always done it just in my bedroom. Like I remember playing FIFA. I think it was 98 or one of the FIFA games. And I always used to talk along and run a storyline along it. And like that's what I would do when I was playing games. Like That was normal to me. I was talking to myself. I, I, I had a half-brother, so we didn't live in the same house. So I didn't really have any siblings around me until later on in life. So I was I played games, I played video games, and I, t- I spoke to myself. So once I realized what Twitch was, I was like, I've been doing this all my life, talking to myself. <laughs> like... This, yeah. this isn't no different to what I do now. So I was like one of those crazy people that have like a, a sheet of paper next to me. It's like, oh, he scored a goal before like FIFA had stats. Like he scored this many goals, one with his left foot, one with his right foot, one was a header and this yeah. person scored their own goal. Yeah, I was, I was crazy with it. That's great. Yeah, you really have to be able to just talk to yourself like a crazy person to, to yep. make it on Twitch, don't you? <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. Especially early on. Early on, there's nobody yeah. in your chat and it's, it's very, very, mm. very challenging. But you have to act like there is oh the, the whole time like there's people watching yeah yeah no the whole time yeah, you have to i can't do it <laughs> it's very very hard very very hard it's definitely a skill in itself so w- tell me about your like you've already mentioned video games as an interest from a young age but when did it become something that you could see you know the communities were forming it was something you wanted to be a part of and you decided to i guess start streaming when it w- probably wasn't really as well, it wasn't what it is now, that's for no, sure, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, at the early stages I remember of streaming, and not video games, it was actually music, which was, I don't know if you remember Ustream. Mm, Ustream yeah. was a platform of people, and I remember being like, I want to do this, this seems really cool, but I just didn't, I didn't have the, I didn't know about, I didn't know how to get the equipment, I didn't know what to do and stuff like that, so I just sort of left it. And then I was really late to like internet culture and internet like IGN and stuff like that. I didn't even realize it was out there. E3. My dad owned a game shop. I've been into games my whole life. I didn't even realize E3 was a thing until I was probably about 18, maybe 17, 18, something like that. Mm. And then I was like, oh my God. Like I found what a friend of mine showed me IGN. And then I saw Up at Noon and just gravitated towards Greg. And I was like, okay, I'm in. And then I started listening to um, Podcast Beyond. And sure. and I was like, okay, cool, boom, boom. But I wasn't a, I wasn't a PlayStation person. I'm an Xbox guy. So and then I tweeted. I must have tweeted 
at IGN saying, hey, IGN, can we get a podcast like Beyond, but for Xbox? And then Ryan McCreffrey tweeted at me, I remember it. And then being like, yeah, we have one. It's called Unlocked. Go check it out. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I just sort of, I jumped in. I followed everything that um, IGN did. Obviously, Greg was probably my favorite personality and still is, but I was just, I was in. And once I was in, I sort of, everything, it became my all. So, Mm. And so when did Twitch streaming become a thing for you because I, <laughs> yeah. I remember watching a clip that you that you tweeted out or maybe it was facebook but you were kind of reacting to someone that had was one of your subs and you realized that they'd been subbed to you since they were like oh. 12 years old or something and now <laughs> yeah. they were like going to uni <laughs> yeah yeah i uh so i've been on twitch for five plus years so i've been doing right. it now five plus years so it's been one of those things where I didn't realize it had been that long. And again, it's been off and on. Um, the last few years has been a lot more um, consistent and stuff like that because I learned some of the mistakes that I've made early on. But yeah, I um, it was strange for me. I had, yeah, there was a kid, you're, you're like you're saying, there was a kid that came in and was like, hey, it did exclamation mark follow time. And that shows you how long someone's been following you, like up to the minute. And it was like, I think it was like five years, six weeks or something. And I was like, damn, I've been doing it this long? like really <laughs> and yeah it was it was it was strange it's i think it's always strange when you look back on certain things you don't realize that you're getting i realize when old people nah like actual old people because i say i'm old but i'm 27 but i'm like when old people like yeah time flies by and now nah, i'm like wow it really does i wouldn't have thought i'd been on on twitch for five years i wouldn't have think i've been creating content that long but i have so mm-hmm. yeah yeah and was that the beginning of content creation for you um like as I mean, far as like yeah, in, in the in, video in, game in world. video yeah. game world, yeah, definitely. I think I started off, yeah, I started off as a streamer. I hated it, like everybody, like like you said, I hated it. I was like, there's <laughs> yeah. not why is there no? I was, I had, like I say to people, I had my Xbox, I had a Connect. I was like, let's go. I've never been shining in front of camera. That doesn't bother me at all. But the the point of okay, now I'm going to talk to chat. Oh wait, there's nobody in my chat. What, what do I do? And it's it's that barrier, it's that wall of like, you've got to keep talking, you've got to keep being you, you've got to keep, in case someone does come in, if that person comes in, are they going to connect with you? They're not going to connect with you if you're not talking. If you're just sat there silently, there's no way they're hitting that follow button. It's not happening. Mm. So yeah, it was, uh, it was a, a wall. I mean, I remember doing it, hating it. So I stopped. I was like, this is stupid. This is never going to be a thing. F this. And then <laughs> I started doing YouTube more. And so I started doing like Let's Plays in Sunset Overdrive. I did like a full play of that. Um, I did like a thing each day of the week. I would do like two player Tuesday, whatever Wednesday, multiplayer Monday and all that stuff. All the cheesy YouTube stuff that people used to do, <laughs> um, which nobody does anymore. But I started doing that. Did you and have thumbnails where you were like looking shocked? I still I still have thumbnails the- looking shocked because that's, <laughs> yeah. how, that's how stupid YouTube is, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Like... Anytime I do a reaction uh, video, I do it. Usually I react on stream and then cut it up and put it onto YouTube. So I show people yeah. the whole process. It's like, I record it, I, I make the thumbnail. And people say to me, it's like, why have you got to do a thumbnail like that? And I'm like, because that's the only way you're going to drive clicks. Like, if I just put funny, up a picture it? of Resident Evil, nobody cares. But if I put up a picture of Resident Evil with me, like, ah, out of my mind, it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's going to drive clicks. I understand the game at the end of the day. And I think that's something yeah. a lot of people 
they un- some people understand it but don't want to do it some people don't understand it so don't do it and some people think they're just too morally high ground for it. it's like no i my yeah. content speaks for itself i'm going to i'm just gonna someone's going to click my video and share it i'm gonna get a million views like it's not happening it's not gonna happen i'm mm. sorry like you have to play the game and that's something i i very much learn late on again i've been doing it five years i feel like i only know what i'm doing now if i'm being honest with you yeah right that's cool because that means that everything you've done up to now is, you know, only the beginning of what you could achieve. Once yeah, you know what you're doing. no, 100%. It's, it's, it's learning the YouTube algorithm. It's learning the Twitch algorithm. Mm. It's learning how to build an audience. It's learned, I've, been, I've been very, very fortunate. I've made a lot of mistakes along the way in these five years. I've been the guy that jumped in everyone's inboxes, spamming their links. I've done that. <laughs> and, and and don't get me wrong, a lot of people still to this day hate me for it. And it's like, but you forget, I didn't realize what I was doing. I didn't know that that was wrong. Because only lately people have started to talk about the right and wrongs of what to do in content creation because it was so new. Like, I yeah. thought it was just a case of get anybody you can to hit the subscribe button so your numbers fly up. It's not. It's about the right subscriber. It's about the right people coming in. It's about building a relationship with people. It's all of those things. But yeah, it took me maybe four years to figure that out. It was t- at, at first, it was like, all right, well, I want to get I want to get a review coach from Kane companies, and all they would respond back was, "You need a hundred thousand subscribers. You need this many views. You need that. Whatever it is, depending on the company." And I'm like, okay, well, how, how am I going to get 100,000 subscribers? I'm going to spam my link to 100,000 people and pray someone <laughs> picks it up. And it's like, no, it's like yeah. you, there, are, there are better ways to do it and there's smarter ways to do it. And yeah, it's just, it's a hard pill to swallow, but you learn, you learn. Yeah. And so how would you say you have done that, like built the, the community that you have, the fan base, the audience you have with the right people people that actually care who you are people who care what you think and want to hear what you have to say um obviously the kind of funny community has been a huge help of that Mm. um and i was saying this to a friend of mine the other day um we went for lunch and he was like i was talking about greg greg and the guys came over to do the london meet and the world tour yeah and me and amy gills we sort of took it upon ourselves to just help that's sort of what we do like Mm. I help I help run the the London stuff. I do like community meetups and if the guys are over I try and just organize the chaos sort of thing when I'm there. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, no one's ever asked me to do this, no one's ever said can you do this. Every time I've reached out to the guys, uh, especially Greg's like just enjoy yourself. Just I'm like I can't. I'm not that way inclined of like as much as I want to enjoy myself, I want them to be able to have I want other people to enjoy it more if that makes sense. Sure, so yeah. for me, I think it's, it's a case of that. I've been doing that now for probably about three years. So going to like community, going to EGX when the guys are not there and like organizing a community mm-hmm. meetup, it's like you start putting faces to names and then people start coming into your content. And the kind of funny community is probably one of the best communities on the internet, bar none. Like yeah. the most friendliest, the, the the most welcoming, they'll they'll give you their time sort of thing. So what I learned was I was just doing that and I was getting it, but I was doing it for the right reasons. I weren't doing it to get followers. I wasn't doing it to get yeah. to get anything. I was doing it just because I love this community so much I want to give back. And then in hand it sort of just paid off. So yeah, that and then collaboration, which it's all the it's all the cliche stuff. Collaboration and blah 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 and all that stuff. That helps. Making making content that you actually want to make instead of content you think people want to watch help me. 
Mm. Like, if you go on my YouTube channel and go to most watch, every single Resident Evil video I put out is my most watched video. Resident Evil is my favorite franchise of all time. So right. it kind of makes sense. And I, yeah. I keep joking to my audience, like, I'm just going to make a Resident Evil channel. And they're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, Obviously, I'm not going to because there's not enough going on for it to become a yeah. regular business. But I could definitely have made a side hustle. A, a business being what it is, MC Fixer, and then a side hustle branch of Resident Evil. Wait till Resident Evil 3 drops. I might just start a Resident Evil podcast. You in? We, good? <laughs> we doing this 50-50? Shit. I need to play uh, Resident Evil 2 still. So if this was my podcast, I would have told you to leave, all right? But it's your podcast, so I'll be nice. <laughs> yeah, that ain't going to happen. That, that would never get edited. So <laughs> exactly. Get... Good point. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I guess we haven't touched on podcasting itself yet. So my Xbox and me has been something you've been doing for, I'm going to guess, about four years. Yes, that's about right. Episode count. Yep. Yeah, right. And what was the idea with that? Was it simply, you mentioned you love Xbox yep. and obviously you were doing content creation. Was it just combining those things together and seeing what happens? Um, Yeah, kind of. I'll be honest with you. It was more a case of, it launched, I think it launched like three weeks after uh, PS, uh, I love you, XOXO, right. um, which is kind of funny's podcast. My idea, I've always wanted to have kind of funny. I knew that was that's very much a pipe dream considering I'm in the UK and they're still a such country, a very, yeah. <laughs> very small. Yeah, exactly. Different country. They're still such a super small co- uh, company, but that's still the dream, right? So my mm-hmm. idea was they have a PlayStation podcast. What don't they have? They don't have an Xbox podcast. Mm. They don't have anybody who really cares about Xbox. So I was like, what I'll do is I'll fill that void. So when people do look for an alternative... And I didn't, I didn't think that far ahead, but I guess I, that's what's happened. It's when you're part of a community like that, and you go, especially when I go to meet and greets, I'm like, oh, yeah, I do an Xbox podcast. Like, what? I've been looking for an Xbox podcast. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> and that was, internally, that was the plan, yes. But really, it was. It was more to, like, get, in my head, it was like, I want to stop uh, my Xbox and me. Then I'm going to meet the guys. Then I'm going to one day work for them, and then I'm going to have this show that we can just take over with us. Like, I see a yeah, lot of right. people are like, oh, I want to work for Kind of Funny. It's like, what do you actually bring? What would you, if you do a PlayStation podcast already, like, they already have that. They already have Greg Miller and at the time yeah. Colin Moriarty. Why do they need you? If they have that, it's like, if you, I think this is what we've learned with Blessing since he's been hired. It's like, when you like different things, like, Blessing loves RPGs and it seems like, like Dragon Ball Z, stuff like that, when you bring a different skill set, you're more likely to be picked up. Everybody has a PlayStation podcast. Everybody. Because PlayStation are winning. Like, you go anywhere, it's like, it's literally... But no, there's not that many people that do Xbox podcasts. Yeah, I have to say, I can't think of any others. So... That's an... Yeah. So that's sort of where I went. I was just like, well, I'm going to be the alternative to the best... The thing that I love, I'm going to be the alternative to that. And Mm. I'm going to be the alternative to that, but I'm going to be myself still. That's the one thing I also notice a lot with people is... I don't mean it rudely, but they try and be Greg Miller-esque or they try and be like they try and be something they're not while yep. on. It's like, Absolutely. no, I am me. I am I am I'm MC Fixer, that is who I am. And either you're gonna love the fact that I am dyslexic, so can't read very well on the podcast. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna but you're gonna be in on those jokes. Like when I stumble, I don't edit out. I could easily. I choose not to because you know who I am. And if you don't know who I am and you just come in and you're like, this guy can't even read, F him. You're like, all right, well, then go. I don't really want you anyway. So it's that it's that give and take. I just, yeah, with, with the mm. podcast, I was like, I wanted to podcast anyway. And I did a couple of podcasts early on other than that, which was like the Duck Hunters podcast and stuff like that. 
but oh yeah um that was sort of testing the waters and now i'm like okay i'm here let me do this and i started and yeah it's just it's just grown and grown and grown and grown thankfully it still doesn't do like crazy numbers but it's one of those things it's a staple in, in what i do so yep and the consistency of it is super impressive and i think that's one of the things that has impressed me as a podcaster is seeing the hustle not just the podcast the twitch streams you've got a patreon yeah it's all work and it's all like i can see even like full like cards on the table i play playstation yeah, so i yeah. don't listen to your xbox yeah. podcast and you probably hear people say that all the time yeah, like, every day if they're, if they're, <laughs> like, it, like i don't i've never owned an xbox so i'm not going to listen to an xbox podcast but like i can i've always seen you out there and i've always respected what you've been able to do and uh like watched clips and things like that as as they come up and and enjoyed them so i I can see and and just tell that you're a hustler and that (laughs) it's working for you and that people appreciate it because there are people who still like xbox over playstation for some reason (laughs) and i have to ask like what's it what's it been like the time that you started this podcast was probably just as the pendulum uh. was swinging from <laughs> xbox over to playstation as far as popularity it was the worst time to start an xbox podcast if we're yeah. if we're being totally honest yeah like obviously <laughs> mindshare mindshare is everything it's playstation 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 like you said mm. let's be let's be deadly serious if i started a playstation podcast tomorrow it would be 20 times bigger than my xbox podcast <laughs> because people like you said it's people like yourself that yeah you may not know all of what I do, but you know of me, so you're, you're more... If it was a PlayStation podcast, you'd give it a chance. Where my yeah. Xbox and me... It, yeah, it's an Xbox podcast, of course. But I tried to name it that way because it is m- and me. We try and talk about our experiences outside of Xbox as well. It's it's, it's, a, it's a hard sell for people because it, it's it very much... I get it every day. It's like... But then I have the people that go, oh, I don't even have an Xbox, but I listen to your show. It's because yeah, you're there for the banter That's between cool. me and... Yeah every co-host i've had which has been a lot um i've done shows on my own and like it's just yeah it's crazy um which like we were talking about before we started getting guests is hard but getting like co-hosts that want to do it as much as you is the hardest thing i've ever experienced ever yeah but yeah you just you just keep going with it honestly it's yeah i started the podcast at the total wrong time but it was the right time for the reasons i wanted to do it I needed the podcast mm. and I was playing Xbox at the time and it catered to a different audience. So, yeah. And the thing with it is that, as I said, there are people who want to play Xbox over PlayStation and they might be, there might be less of them, but they're going to be... They need to go somewhere. Ser- yeah, they need, yeah, exactly. They're going to be searching for something that caters to what they want. The way that you were with Unlocked, yes. you were like, okay, I need, I need to find an Xbox podcast and... If there's only a few of them because it's not as popular, then you're going to have them appreciate it even more. So that's probably... I mean, have, have you seen the the um, the tides rise together as far as Twitch, YouTube, yeah, oh, podcasts? Like, 100%. have they, they helped each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is, that's the first thing with Twitch, is if you want to be a Twitch streamer, what do you do? You make content everywhere else and push people to Twitch. Don't you, right. If you get on Twitch and you think you're going to sit there and play games for eight hours a day and make it, you have got no chance at all i just i literally just dropped a video on my youtube channel which was like five tips for uh starting Mm. streamers and it's something new that i'm doing because people keep asking me the same questions so i'm like i'm just gonna put it in a youtube form every week every saturday morning you can go to youtube.com slash mcfixer get it there boom done sort of thing 
and yeah it's yeah of course it, people that listen to the podcast come into the twitch stream and vice versa and then all of the communities start to mix and then you just you're just a fan of mc fixer there you go boom mm. sort of thing so yeah it's cool it's cool cool how much of your week would you say is spent creating content now oh every i i went i went full-time um do, 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 do. About a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, um, I do not make full time money. I am I struggle hard at the moment, and it's definitely something I've. I'm not all or nothing type person, where mm. I'm in a position where I've got a fiance. She does very well for herself and is able to allow me to keep doing what I'm doing currently. But the time has now come. This year is like, I'm done. I'm out sort of thing for full time. Yeah. I'll never stop doing it, but full time. I'm 27, going to be 28. Um, thinking about kids and thinking about mortgages and thinking about other things. But I knew, I've always known that if I didn't do this full time, if I didn't do this, I would have looked back at 50, 60 and regretted it and been like, well, could I have made it? At least if I've tried and I don't make it, the, the retail job's not going anywhere. I've worked at Argos and McDonald's and Clark's and I've done all the crappy jobs before this. I've done it. I've been there, done mm. it. And I can go back to that crappy job kind of anytime I want. I could only have done this now. I could only put all of my effort in now. Mm. And has it worked out? No, because my, my entire goal was obviously Patreon was to make that a sustainable business, was to make a full-time wager for that. Has that happened ever? No, it hasn't. Have I had good months where I've had amazing donations or crazy uh, sub support on Twitch and Patreon's done well up and down, up and down? All of that, yes. But mm. to sustain a lifestyle, no, definitely not. So, but I, I'm that type of person that I had to, I had to go all in because when I, because mm. I've done it where obviously in these in these five years I've done it. I worked, a, I worked a security job and I was doing that at nights. I finish at twelve o'clock, get home, then start streaming, and then I'm streaming for five hours and going to bed at five o'clock in the morning, sleeping throughout the whole day, and then you have no work life balance. You don't see. I didn't see my fiance much. We weren't going to bed at the same time. It, it all just sort of. Yeah. <laughs> it became one of those things where I was like, I can't keep doing this. I'm burning the candle at both ends, and mm. I'm miserable because of it. And the, the whole reason I started this was to be happy. I'm very, I'm very much, I'm not about money. Money is like, money is an ends to, what's the word? Sorry. It's a means, a means to, an, to ends. an end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, I need money to live. If I can live, if I could get a thousand pound a month, generally think I'd be all right. Like I'm very minimalistic. I just want to play video games and live life. That's it. Done. Like, and I want to entertain people. So if I could get that on Patreon, which was always my business plan, if I can get a thousand people to give me a dollar a month, I will be okay. I will, I will, I will be okay because that's just the way I set up my lifestyle. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not into clothes. I'm not into cars. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I play video games. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? And when, like, especially, definitely, yeah. I built up my um, my my relationships with PR companies where I'm starting to get a few of the AAA games. So I'm not even paying out for games as much. So it's literally all right. It's your phone bill. It's your gas, water, electric, and your food done. Like, and obviously your rent, obviously, but the way my life's worked out that my fiance pays the rent and I pay for the other stuff. So yeah, it's one of those weird ones where it's, you set yourself up and you think you're just going to, you're going to make it and you don't. And there's mm. nothing, there's nothing wrong with that though, either. I like a lot of people like they, they get disheartened or they expect things to just have happened and they don't just happen. Mm. You have to put the work in and yeah, I've done the, oh, I've yeah. done the, I've done, I feel like for me, honestly, you don't like when you see a relay race, 
I'm at that first bend. I haven't gone all the way around yet. I'm just at that first bend. I'm just, I'm five years in at that first bend. I'm just passing the baton onto the next person, which is still me, but I'm passing the baton <laughs> onto me again. But now I've got more yeah. running to do, honestly. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm so early on, man. Like patience, a lot of our generation, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 32. Okay, yeah. So our generation, you'll notice it as well in young people. We're so impatient. We're so just, we want it, nah, nah, nah. Why have, why have I not got a thousand likes? Why have I not got a thousand subs? Why have I not got this, nah, 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 nah. And I was like that for a very long time. But that's not realistic. If you want this bad enough, you'll keep doing it with a full-time job. You'll keep doing it when you have kids, as you know. You'll keep doing it when, <laughs> you'll keep doing it, you will, if you yeah. want it bad enough. But some people don't want yeah. it bad enough, they want to make excuses. Streamers, all of the time I get that. Oh, well, I work a full-time yeah. job. It's like... So, but the market doesn't care that you work a full-time job and you have two kids. The market doesn't mm. care. You you decided to have those kids. <laughs> I decided to have those kids if I have them. Do you know what I mean? Like It's then down to me to yeah. then make it work. So it's hard. It's, people yeah. find me very blunt, but unfortunately, it's the truth. Yeah, I mean, and, and then it becomes a, a matter of resetting your goals. Like f for me, as I mentioned before, just had a kid. I'm not doing this podcast as much for a certain period of time i gave it everything that i had yeah and because it's a podcast and 99.9 percent .9 of podcasts don't become full-time no careers unless you're joe rogan <laughs> it didn't happen sorry unless you're joe, yeah, rogan. Unless you're joe rogan or bill simmons or yeah whoever you know and then so and what am i trying to say here yeah so i i guess i gave it everything i had and i and it didn't become a career and but it's still a hell of a lot of fun exactly. and it's still a really great skill to have and a really great part of my portfolio if it does go in like if my career does go in the direction where it's useful so and for you to to have been able to do this full time not only have you made so many memories had such a great time yep. doing it you've worked really hard and you've learned so much yep. and you're able to keep trying and maybe you're not giving it you know, 110% no. because you're not able to do it as exactly. much, but you're able to, to do it smart and, and still have a, have a shot to, to land where yeah. you want to land. It's just slightly like you just move the goalposts a little bit exactly. and have some a realism in your, uh, in your idealism. Exactly. No, that, that's exactly it. It's you have to be real with yourself because as soon yeah. as you're like, I come across so many people that like, Oh, I started streaming. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Are you doing it for fun? Or are you doing it to make it out of business? And they're like, Oh no, I'm just doing it for fun. And I'm like, okay, cool. I carry on playing games, doing my bit. And they're like, Oh, how do I get more views? Like, ha ha. You're not doing it for fun. Then if you even care yeah. about your view can, <laughs> you are not doing it for fun. Simple. You're doing it because you want to, you want more views. You want to make it something you want to make money from it. There's nothing wrong with that, but be honest with yourself at the end of the day. You've got to be real. Absolutely. So what would you say has been the hardest part of getting to where you are? I mean, you mentioned the Patreon yeah. and how you would have loved to, to get a thousand pounds or whatever it was. Yeah. But I think even having a look at what you do have, that even to me for an individual is still like, wow, like this many people are giving you oh, money yeah. every month. Like that's really cool. Oh no, like when I say, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Again, for me, it's the hardest part of it was i'll be honest with you i'm quite a isolated person because of the business and because of what i've done because when you put everything in for five years you don't go to the birthday parties you don't go to 
going out to the pub with right. your friends. You don't. So I've lost. I lost most of my friends because of doing what I do. Don't get me wrong. I've made a lot of friends out there, but the problem is, they're everywhere. So I've got when when my yeah. friends Tom and Thomas come down from Sheffield and Woking and they go see Arsenal play, I go and meet them for lunch. And they're my friends, but I only get to see them once a month, once every two months, once every three months. We're like your 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 group of friends locally. You can bring them up and be like, "Um, what are you up to? Let's do something." Where I don't have that anymore, unfortunately, mm. because I chose my business over my friendships, and that was my choice. I'm not, I'm I'm upset by it because it had to be one or the other. Where if you get if if you get with a bunch of people, so if me and you, if you live next door to me, and we're friends, and I say to you can't come out tonight gotta do the podcast you understand because you do a podcast where when your friends do it they're like what are you talking about oh all you do is work you never want to come out or what are you talking about you never want to do anything it's like it's not that it's i'm always working always and because of because of the way twitch is when you don't stream you that's it you're done you do subs when Mm. you don't whenever whenever you're you're off schedule so if you don't if you've got a three-day schedule which is what you should have and you don't stick to those three days you lose subs because people don't realise when you're on and people think you're gone and they take that sub elsewhere. Simple as that. It's, yeah, it's brutal. I always <laughs> say to people, it's like TV. But yeah, the biggest the biggest um, challenge was losing everybody. Like the only person I have truly is my fiance. She's been, I've been with her early 10 years now. She's the love of my life and I couldn't do this without her, obviously. But with, when you've only got one person that you could be around all of the time, it can become quite mm. isolating and quite hard to... to have those relationships and then when i go out i'm such a person i'm a I'm, I'm this way all the time i'm on i'm up i'm chatty i'm always mm. this is me so when you meet people that you really connect with and then you realize they live north north england or over here or over there you're like damn it we could have been best friends like literally but you're so far away so yeah that's that's the hardest part isolating myself from everything sure do you think there's a way to do it so that you don't have to pick one or the other yes or is it no just... no yeah you de- de- definitely yeah. is again but it comes back to me i'm an all or nothing type person where yeah, yeah. whenever <laughs> it's like i say to people and it's the advice i give i always say when i make it i'll have time for everything else i ain't made it yet <laughs> i haven't got i haven't got to yeah. where i want to get to like i i i only i had a mental breakdown last year from streaming because i was literally Okay. I was streaming every single day of the week. Like I didn't miss a, oh, I didn't man. miss a day, like because I thought that's what I needed to do to grow. Because the problem is, I'd have I'd have these big numbers where people would gift a load of subs, and I'd make I'd make enough money to live. And I'm like, all right, well that worked that month, so it's gonna work this month. And you keep doing it, and it doesn't doesn't work out that way, obviously. Mm. And I literally I was like, guys, I gotta take a month off. And I took a whole month off. I didn't come. I was off the internet for a whole month. And it was one of those things where it was the hardest thing I ever did, but I needed it. And I came back, I refreshed myself, and I learned from my mistakes. And no, you definitely can. And I went out with some friends and I did other things and it, it was nice. But uh, you definitely can do both. There's, But when you're trying to make it, I don't want the excuse that I didn't work hard enough. No one's going to say... The reason I didn't make it is because I didn't work hard enough. They're gonna say it's because yeah. I didn't I didn't use social media properly, or I didn't do this properly, I didn't do that properly, I didn't monetize properly. All those reasons I can take because I didn't do it. But no one's gonna say you didn't mm-hmm. work hard enough on the craft. So yeah, that's just sort yeah. of why you can definitely have both on the on the weekends. Go um, again if you haven't got a fiance as well, it's even easier, or a wife, <laughs> or or kids, or whatever. It's even easier. It's like 
schedule your days, work your normal daytime job, schedule your days, and then the other days you have off, network and go out with your friends. Simple. Like it's not it's not that complicated if you really think about it. People, as humans, yeah, we right. love to complicate life. We love to. Yeah. <laughs> and how do you feel about uh, your location? Like you're obviously in the UK. There's a, a huge population there, but I, I guess thinking about things in Australia, it's a very different market yep. to America. And you guys probably look over at the US and see, again, you guys are quite different. So yeah. even mentioning kind of funny before and wanting to, uh, I guess, ascend to that level, yeah. there's just not the video game machine over like, here as far as as um you know an industry a media yeah. group it's just not quite there so no. is that a limitation that you see as well yeah um it's it's hard again i've touched i've rubbed shoulders with a lot of the higher ups in the uk like i've met i've met like i know the editor-in-chief over at ign a uk like they know me by name stuff like that but like you said the industry is so small over here compared to America that everyone's in their job. And I'm, again, I'm self-taught. I don't have a degree. I don't have, I, I'm dyslexic. So certain job roles that even I look at, I look at it from an outside perspective and I go, huh, if you know me, you know I can do it. But on a piece of paper, which is what you need, kids. So if you listen to this, make sure you get that piece of paper. I don't have the qualifications. Like even community manager roles. I've held shows for over 300 people. I've... I do community manager every single day in Discords, in Twitter, and you see it. Everyone knows that I do it. Yeah. But because I don't have a degree in whatever it is they're looking for, or I don't have an A-level in English, it's like, no, thank you. So it's that stumbling block already I put in front of myself for not paying attention at school. Mm. But then there's a second stumbling block of, like, the industry's so small, and there's not that many jobs out there. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm learning more and more and more. And I, I, I really didn't want it to be this way, but it really is. It's just like the music industry. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Simple. Mm. Yeah. It really is. It really is. It's unfortunate that it is that. Like the more, the more I've learned, and I'm not, I'm not the type of person to kiss ass. Like I'm not. I won't be out there to, to oh, uh, how are you doing, this person? Do you need anything? I'll work for you for free because I know it's going to elevate my career to here. Like that's just not who I am, and I try and be genuine in everything that I do. So. Yeah, it's hard. It's definitely hard. And you look over the US, you're like, it seems so much easier. Like, everyone... It's not that easy, though. We think it is, but it's no. not. <laughs> but because I already... I have a lot of American... Most of my audience is American. Most of my... Like, because of it being kind of my best friends and then the Xbox podcast and stuff like that, it's mostly American. Hmm. So it, it is strange that I think to myself, oh, if I went over, I wonder if I'd made it. If I Would I have made it where I think I would have made it by now? Maybe. But maybe not. So... I've got to stay in England, and I'm, I'm in London, so I can always get to everything. Um, expensive as hell, let me tell you. But um, <laughs> I can get to everything, so yeah. I never miss out on much, if I'm being honest. So, yeah, it's, it's hard, but you just you just got to get on with it. That's it. And it does feel like it's not really a level playing field as far as having equal aspirations as others. And you mentioned it before, you hear, in being in these communities, you hear it so often, like, oh, I want to work at IGN, mm-hmm. oh, I want to work for Kind of Funny hear it so many times and i think like three or four people ever have worked for kind of funny from the community yeah which is a lot that's a lot it's it's like it's like half the company yeah but also at the same time it's not a lot of people in the scheme of how many people have said that yeah and i hear people say that in australia i hear people say that in um you know europe yeah and 
part of it's like it's just not going to happen no. it's just not realistic you have to find something that works for you you have to but the sooner you i i on my of the five years three years of that i was working for kind funny that's what i was doing i i was gonna yeah. do it and then uh i don't know if you know uh tom hopkins uh, no tom hawkins sorry it was yeah. hawkins not hopkins yeah yeah hawkins he's been on I mean, this podcast oh perfect i must have missed that episode um, it was like episode like six or something okay yeah that's then. probably why i missed it um <laughs> Yeah, so obviously, I, me and him went to EGX one time, um, and I was talking to him, and he was like, have you actually looked what you have to do to get a green card to get to America? And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, have you actually looked at like how you get a job in America, like how it works? And I was like, no. So I went home, I did the research, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is... <laughs> this is this is near on impo- it wasn't it, this was the obama uh <laughs> presidency yeah. so that was hard then now it's even worse um mm. so i was like you know what look i had to come to the realization that maybe that won't happen maybe maybe that won't happen i still will never give up on it because it's my dream but yeah you gotta have but dreams. exactly but it's like well what am i gonna do otherwise Okay, let's build me up. Let's build up what I can do. Let's build up what's what's the next thing for me. It's like cool. I started taking Twitch streaming very much more serious then, and I started the podcast was more serious then. Then you start thinking about it. it's like okay, cool. Now I've got to maneuver a little bit differently, and that's where I, I decided I had to be myself. You can't be a knockoff something else. You have to be yourself. Mm. But yeah, it's hard, man. It really is. But yeah, you're right. But the thing that frustrates me the most is the people that say they want to work for kind of funny yet they do they don't do the content or they think streaming in front of a camera using a playstation camera is the way they're going to get a job at kind of funny it's like you can't honestly believe that's what's going to get you there can you or maybe i'm just too much in my own world in my own head where i'm like i know what you're doing wrong so i'm like you're doing everything wrong like i i don't know i feel like i do judge people sometimes for the wrong reasons and not in like a judgy way but it's like i want to help you but you don't seem to want to help yourself you want to make up excuses. That's what I keep going back to. It's like people always do the thing where, oh, it's just not enough time. There is. You just choose to spend it differently. And that's okay. You're allowed to spend it yeah. differently, but don't say there's not enough time. Yeah. Dude, I relate to that so much. Like it's just, <laughs> I feel like time 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 management is like the greatest skill that you can have. I yeah, like. but like, it's that thing where people just don't want to sacrifice for what they want anymore. Where like mm. like where it comes back to that entitlement. It's like do you think I don't want to go to bed at like a normal time and hug my fiance and go to sleep at 10 o'clock? Yes, but the podcast needs editing or this video clip needs to go up or this tweet needs scheduling or whatever it is. Or I need to go and look at other people's content to network or whatever it is. Like, do you think I don't want the normal life as well? Of course I do. But if you, this is, do you ever watch, you know who Gary V is? No. Okay, he's a like an entrepreneur, motivational speaker type guy. And uh, he says it best where it's like, if you want a 0% life, a 0.1% lifestyle, you have to live like it. Which is on the terms of, if you want to make it, and you want to... LeBron James didn't just become LeBron James. He was in the yes. gym shooting every single goddamn day. It's the same thing for any other medium that you want to get into. It's, there's no different. There's really no difference. Yeah. And I can see, and you've already dished out a bunch of gems but i can see that you enjoy helping people and giving advice so what is your number one piece of advice to people who want to do what you're doing if they if they say how do i become you what's what do you tell them (laughs) (laughs) um consistency as we both we both said it It, whatever you do consistency keep doing it because you get 
I have sat here talking to you for 45 minutes, literally, and we go, all right, I said to you I've been on this journey for five years and I feel like I'm at the first turn. So you're the person who's just started today. You've got a long road ahead of you. You might get lucky or you might be better at it than me. So you you're, you might expedite the process and you're hearing what other people have to say. And if you take it on board, you should expedite the process. It shouldn't take you five years to get to where I'm at when you've just listened to everything I just said. Yeah. Because I've told you all the mistakes I've made. So don't make those mistakes, right? So yeah, I think it's, it's consistency. If it's, if it's streaming, it's my thing is three days a week, stream three days a week. Um, the, the amount of time you can do that means you're going to have the best quality content quality over quantity so if you think you can stream with high energy playing amazing gameplay if that's what you're trying to go for for three hours do that if you can think you can do it for five hours do that but be consistent with it and then the same thing with a podcast if you're a do a weekly podcast don't miss a week because you're lazy like you've got to do it make sure it's there and then with youtube youtube's a whole different ball of wax consistency is not even the thing it's like follow the trends when you see everybody else on a trend and you feel like you're copying, you're not. That's what everybody does, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's one of them things. It's so hard to be original nowadays. Yeah, with YouTube, it looks like you got to cross your fingers because everything changes so quickly. Oh, dude, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Like a flip of a switch and you go from getting a thousand views to 10 views. And you're like, what? What the hell happened? Or what happened? <laughs> I've got 3,000 subs, yet the sub box don't get pushed. The notifications don't get pushed out. You're like, oh, YouTube, you're killing me. You're killing me out here. (laughs) All right. I mean, thanks for for jumping on and chatting about all of this, Corey. It's been really interesting, and you've definitely lived a a life over the past five years. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me, dude. I've wanted to do this for ages. You're one of the best. Don't stop. Oh, man. You are. No, dude. I won't stop. I wouldn't have reached out otherwise. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure you have a lot of people you reach out to. I reached out to you and was like, yo, Mm. I want to do this. I listened to your Greg episode. I listened to the episode you did with Mark as well. And I was like, yeah, I want this guy to interview me. I want to speak to this guy. So (laughs) thank you. Hopefully your uh, your listeners and viewers will check it out and and get maybe it's a bit more of your story that they haven't heard before. I don't know. Maybe you talk about this stuff all the time, but uh, I'm sure they'll enjoy it. They will. Definitely. There's one question I, I have left for you, and it's if you could do anything and know you wouldn't fail, what would you do? Ooh, that's a really good question. Become a footballer. Yeah. Yeah, I've always went Arsenal. to Arsenal. No, Tottenham. I'm the opposite. Um, yeah, no, I always. I thought I, thought I heard you say Arsenal no, before. Tom, so yeah, that. Tom supports Arsenal. We hate him. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, no, I always, as, as a kid, I my, my brother made it semi professional, and if he just had the oh, right cool. mind frame, he could have made it. Where he just he didn't. Me, I've like, yeah, if I could if I could have become a footballer, oh mate, mm. I would have loved it. The money, the girls, the lifestyle. <laughs> oh mate. Different world though, you know? Plenty of I found plenty cake. of downtime for found, Xbox. Is, that's what I mean. Well most of the most of the footballers now they stream. Like it's yeah. crazy. I'm like you live you live the best life. You get to you train, <laughs> wait, you're fit, you train, you play football, you earn exuberant amounts of money, and you play video games all the time. Yeah, I'll take that life. I'll take that one. Sounds good. (laughs) Hey, thanks again, man. And and, uh, all the best in the future endeavors. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And thanks to Audio Technica. Check out Corey at MC Fixer across all platforms. If you want to support this podcast, you can do that with an iTunes rating and review or head over to the 8-Bit Patreon, patreon.com slash we are 8-Bit. 
And that's where you can chip in a few dollars every month to help keep the emotional lights on. For more of my content, Comedy Rewind is releasing every fortnight with a look back at the great comedies of the 90s. And the Maven Effect is also available now. If you want to get in touch with me on Twitter, I'm at Jono himself. And until next episode, keep putting in work.